Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to a beautiful summer day. It is another day of fighting for everything you believe in. And it's still worth doing it. Even though the... the sellout Republicans have sold us out. They deserve our scorn. And those who chose not to show up yesterday for even to argue against the abortion bill, they still provided quorum and they let it pass. What did they get in return? We'll find out more about that as it goes along. But folks, today is the last day of the war room at the Ike box from eight to three, show up and be willing to go walk across the street. Be willing to sit there with your laptop, because you can do that, and make comments on bills, send emails to legislators. We're not gonna stop fighting, ever, folks. And I mean, ever. Art writes a text, said, Jeff, I see the 12 people voted yesterday on the Republican side. They need to be replaced. Well, they voted no. So they voted the right way. But by virtue of the fact that they were on the floor and provided quorum, is all part of the deal. Who are those 12? Vicki Brees Iverson, Republican leader in the House. Jamie Kate my state representative. Elmer Goodwin, Mark Helfrich, Javadi, Rick Lewis, Kevin Mannix, McIntyre, Owens, Stout, Kim Wallen. And those who walked out, Fort Boyce, Shelley Bossart Davis, Tracy Kramer, Ed Deal, my former, as part of my former legislative district, James Heave, Bobby Levy, Morgan, Wynn, Osborne, Reschke, Anna Scharf, Wright. An excuse for business of the House was Greg Smith. So isn't it interesting that the Republicans in the Senate are listed on House Bill 2002? And I'm talking about that bill primarily. 2005 passed by the same numbers. All Republicans voted against it. There were 35 yeses, 12 noes. 12 Republicans said no, I'm not going to even show up. But Finley and Canope wrote vote explanations on 2002. Now, this is back on the 15th. 
both of them and it was I got a call from a an activist yesterday who said that he was told by uh, Betsy Johnson I don't know how she knows but he was told by Betsy Johnson in a conversation with her that Findlay got a got money for a very large onion storage shed is apparently his legislative district which is a lot of eastern Oregon including Ontario you know that's where uh, most onions or onion rings of the world come from I didn't know that so apparently his sellout number was a big onion storage shed for some co-op or association or whatever. Tim Canope, we know what Tim Canope got. He got money taken from one of his fellow Republicans who chose not to come back. And he got that money from the Bridge of the Gods. Senator Bonham, we talked about that yesterday. It was a subject of a Willamette Week story. He got that money instead for an overpass, a pedestrian overpass in his district. So what do we do? Today is a war room day. This is an opportunity for you to go over and confront some of these people. It's an opportunity for you to write emails, to learn a little bit more about how this game I hate to characterize it as that because it's it's not a game, folks. There are winners and losers, yes. Liberty lost a lot, but it's deeper than that. It's integrity and principle. It's the subject of an email, and if you want to send me emails, send them to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Or you can just give me a call. We'll talk about it. 503-589-1220. That's the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. In a moment, I'm going to read for you the Oregon Firearms Federation alert about this. Not the house folding and caving. But Jim wrote this email to me, and it's integrity and principle. Jim writes, by my estimation, being a reasonable person, knowing what I know after my 68 years of experience in dealing with other people, that the majority of people have more integrity, more moral sense of purpose, and are more principled with few exceptions than many of these so-called Republicans we elect to represent us. Regarding the Senate walkout, to the very few who stood their ground and did the job we asked them to, I give my fullest appreciation for your efforts. We ask of you something that the rest of us are seldom asked, to sacrifice your career just for helping your fellow citizens. That's a pretty tall task. House Bill 2005-1 creates victims, vilifies the law-abiding, and protects not one of us from the criminal. Let me say that again. So if you're having that conversation with a persuadable person today who's maybe just kind of waking up to what's going on the last couple of three days of the legislative session, supposed to be done by Sunday. House Bill 2005 creates victims. Who are the victims? Gun owners who have under the law made their own guns, homemade guns. Now they become a criminal. 
it vilifies those people who are law-abiding and it does nothing to stop a criminal from making a 3D printed gun. Your greatest argument about 2005 is that it does nothing to stop us from the criminals because they don't care about the law. Five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty is that power Buick GMC call call in line talk line five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty emails to Jeff at twelve twenty dot am or Jeff at kslm dot news. By the way, congratulations to this radio station. I want to thank each and every one of you that voted for KSLM as being the best of the Willamette Valley. We have won it for the third year in a row. And by the way, they've only been doing this for three years. We got the gold. Thank you to those of you who voted. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Truly appreciate it. Again. Oh, and by the way, uh, there's a celebration of that today. The awards are given out today. And Amanda is going to be there at this event from five to eight. She'll be breaking in during the breaks, tops an hour, top of in the bottom of the hour, I should say. I'm getting ahead of myself here. She'll be breaking in and just giving you quick interviews and talking with other award winners of the best of the Willamette Valley. So that's going to be this evening. Thank you again to all of you who were a part of that. Oregon Firearms Federation, here is their newsletter. Today, they write, after lengthy delays due to technical issues that shut down state websites. And by the way, what happened? Technical issues? Was there a denial of service attack? Is this the... Russians getting at us, the Chinese disrupting our th- our lives. Hmm? Wasn't it interesting that during the votes for the Republicans in the House folded and gave the Democrats quorum to pass House Bill 2002, which stills allows, still allows 10-year-olds to get abortions with parental consent or without if two doctors agree that it's in the child's best interest. And House Bill 2005, which is the ghost gun bill, you know, that makes previous ghost guns and you a criminal for having printed one, having made one. Yeah. During that time, and it was interesting because I got a text from Lars, and Lars said, isn't it interesting that during the vote on these bills, that all of a sudden, you can't watch it online? Hmm. Anyway, off continues. When several Republican senators cut a deal and came back, these bills easily passed the Senate floor. By then, of course, the most conservative senators had enough unexcused absences to become victims of Measure 113, and they will not be allowed to serve as legislators again. It was only a deal Hunter Biden could love. Democrats got everything they wanted. The conservative Republicans and Oregonians got screwed. So the same dwarfed hypocrites who keep demanding that we elect more Republicans made sure that the most principled Republicans would get the boot. Let me say that again. Let that sink in. So the same dwarfed hypocrites 
Republican hypocrites, folks, who keep demanding that we elect more Republicans, made sure that the most principled Republicans would get the boot. They agreed to come back and hand over everything to the Democrats after the best Republicans gave up their political futures. It's mind-boggling. And now the House has followed suit and completed the devil's bargain. And they never even faced losing their seats. This level of cowardice is not even describable. While some House Republicans did boycott the floor session, in the end it made no difference. The curse was cast. Now Oregon gun owners face years and years in prison for making their own firearms. This is simply a disgrace. Any Republicans who tell you they voted no is blowing smoke. And as long as they were on the floor, they might as well have voted yes. To top it off, last night, Republican leaders held a Zoom call with Republican precinct committee persons. In that call, in addition to lauding themselves, patting themselves on the back for the great deal they made, Senate Republican leader Tim Canope claimed there were six anti-gun bills and the Republicans outright killed five of them. Tim must not be looking at the schedule because shortly before the Zoom call started, the Senate Rules Committee posted notice of a public hearing and work session on House Bill 2572, the anti-gun paramilitary bill. This was held at 8 a.m. And the bill was passed to the floor where it will undoubtedly pass. Virtually all of this hearing was not available to the public. There's more. I'll get to it. But they're right, aren't they? Any Republican that was on the House floor yesterday might as well have voted yes, because they let it all happen. Back in a moment with your phone calls, 503-589-1220 is a power Buick GMC talk line. What do you think? Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 23 minutes past the top of the hour. In a moment, we're going to go to the phones. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at KSLM.news. Righteous Renovations is... My friend and fellow Christian, Eric Azer, has a great website where you can learn about his handyman and remodeling services. Now, he is strong enough in his faith and his commitment to doing things right for you as his client, that he would put those principles in play in the name of his company. Righteous Renovations. I'm going to be doing some work with him and in the building of my new home. He's come out and met with me. We've talked through a lot of options. You will come away from that experience knowing that here's somebody who's sincere and who follows through on the things that he says he's going to do. And you can see that if you go to his website and read the customer testimonials. And look at the before and after pics. Go to RighteousRenovations.com. RighteousRenovations.com. Have confidence that this is a contractor you can absolutely trust to get it done, get it done right with your best interests at heart. You can give him a call at 
341-3816. Righteous Renovations, 341-3816. Let's go to the phones. Art, good morning. Hey, Jeff. I don't want to brag, but I was the one who got radio stations put on the best of the Willamette Valley Thank three you. years ago with Stacy Ann. Uh, so <laughs> I hate to brag, but I did do that, which was a good thing. It's been a very positive thing for KSLM. Now, <laughs> uh, I wanted to bring up another thing, uh, that we're going to have rammed down our throats now because of the Republicans is we're now going to have ranked choice voting. And so chances are, uh, we're going to lose a lot of seats because the turncoats, the crazy, radical Republicans have allowed the quorum. Kudos to Ed Deal. He did a, he's, he's a good Republican. He walked out. Maddox he did. Yes. needs to be replaced, period. Uh, he has, he's a traitor. Now, the ghost gun thing, Jeff. Uh, the simple fact of the matter is that any gun that you have made, any gun, uh, is going to have to be registered now, have a serial number on it. Uh, otherwise, you <laughs> are going to be subject to be a criminal, which is absolutely wrong. Luckily, <laughs> I've inherited some guns and nobody well anyways <laughs> so I do have some weapons but they haven't done nothing uh, to stop the gun violence uh, there's still a black market for criminals to get guns and they will continue to buy those guns and all that the legislature has done with this gun bill is to make us criminal, period. That's right. And, uh, it won't change one criminal's mind. You know that. No. Uh, no, no, no. And, and so, uh, you know, that is absolutely absurd. And the Republicans that are on that list definitely need to be replaced. But women are can many Republicans elected anymore if they initiate this, uh, you know, ranked choice voting because uh, it's made to get rid of, look what happened up in Alaska, the ranked choice voting got right. a Democrat elected for the first time in years and years and years. Thank you, you know why? turncoat. It's, 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 you right. have just screwed the party. Mistake. Uh, by and themselves. staying in. This is the thing that they shot themselves in the foot and they're too stupid to realize. And they are. They're just, and you know why? Because of all the money, the $2 million a piece that was offered to them. That's we right. Have they took that. pride, Jeff. Yes. They took pride they, to sell it's us out and to make Oregon a worse place than it already is. And, and, you know, every one of them, but they don't have no consciences, should be ashamed. The people who have consciences are the ones that are still out, 
the ones that walked out yesterday uh, on the house side, but there weren't enough of them, Jeff. And so now we're going to all suffer on all of this stuff. And you were right yesterday, the line item veto, uh, Kate's just going to get rid of everything that Tina. is Tina's detrimental to her right. purposes. That, that's ex- Every Republican who walked out yesterday is not going to get their $2 million, folks. That's the punishment. Art, thank you. I appreciate it. 503 We're at the bottom of the hour. There's a great um, Oregon Catalyst story about the ranked choice voting bill, House Bill 2004. It passed out a rules committee. If Republicans shut the place down, this bill, which ensures that Republicans will not win ever again, especially in some of these rural districts. How in Alaska can you have a heavily Republican state? And a Democrat get elected because of ranked choice voting. That's how. And these Republicans who got bought off in the House have just made it happen. Not to mention Tim Cano, Bill Hansel, and Lynn Findlay over in the Senate. It's 6.30. Let's talk about it. There's more. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-four minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buke GMC Talk Line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. I'll read one from Mark Cosby, who's the guy. If you saw our Telegram page for Political Coffee Clatch, which, by the way, is next Tuesday night. Next Tuesday night. Um, and I've asked Brian Boquist to come and share with us his thoughts about the session as a whole and how it ended up. What he thinks the implications are for the future. That's what we're going to start focusing on here is how do we move forward? Okay. So also, Mark Thielman is going to be our main speaker there because he, the day before on Monday, has oral arguments in his election integrity lawsuit, federal lawsuit, that I think now has been given even more powerful arguments because of the release of the Halderman report, which a federal judge had kept hidden for two years, been released now. It shows without question how vulnerable our machines are, our electronic computerized vote tabulation machines hey do you think you could start a and steve hang on i'm going to get you a second of rich hang on you think you could start a conversation with somebody with this headline boston first responders were horrified to find four children at a transgender drag party with a dead body drugs and sex toys scattered throughout the home. 
Would you want your child to be at a place like that? That's what Republicans in the House just facilitated. So, um, let's go to the phones. We'll start first with Steve. Steve, good morning. Gene Dirtler was in the Oregon legislature uh, as first as a representative and then as a senator. He at one time sold out. And the voters remembered that. They boycotted and sometimes picketed his business. And he complained to the Statesman Journal. Two years later, he said, I thought they'd forget. Let's never forget the people that sell out. We can let them, we can repay them for years to come. Well, and he got paid because his sellout allowed him to get appointed to the Northwest Power Planning Council, which paid him at that time probably $120,000 a year. And he was the biggest biggest proponent of reforming PERS. And yet, it benefited him hugely. Never forget, sellouts are sellouts. Ted Ferrioli was, Tim Canope will be. You're going to see, mark my words, Tim Canope get appointed after the session's over to some state panel, some state commission that pays money. You wait. You wait, folks. That's my prediction. Steve, thank you. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. By the way, I want to thank uh, my congresswoman, newly elected Lori Chavez Dreamer, who voted to censure Adam Schiff. You know, by the way, if you saw the Democrats, they're out there applauding him. There were six Republicans, by the way, who voted present because they couldn't vote to the liar who provably lied. Now, Lori Chavez Dreamer voted no on the first censure because it involved the fine of several million dollars. And while I disagree with her on that, I understand and accept her reasoning as to why. She voted right yesterday to censure Adam Schiff. Now, now comes the next phase, folks. Marjorie Taylor Greene wants to force an impeachment vote on Joe Biden's corruption. And Lauren Boebert wants to force an impeachment vote on Joe Biden's open border. I support both ideas, but it's too early. For political reasons, it's way too early. This needs to be done in the heat of battle. All right, let's go to the phones. We're going to go to Rich and then Gary. Rich, good morning. Good morning. Well, I guess Kevin Sturt can tell, tell us I told you so about Mannix. Yeah, he will. Yep, I think he's right. The other thing, too, is is that uh, it's too bad that for some reason the internal politics of the GOP has a tendency to uh, let the, uh, what would you call it, dirt rise to the top of the uh, bucket, 
and select and select the wrong ones. Yeah. That's How is it that the internal place. politics of the GOP seems to assist in us as people out here on the street having, uh, for lack of a better statement, uh, republicrats, as a friend of mine calls them? So the internal right. politics of the Oregon Republican Party is something that needs to change. Uh, they are... I mean, you heard me talk about the press release they sent out it was yesterday or the day before, basically saying the same thing <clears throat> Tim Knopes said. This sellout was a huge win for Republicans. Yeah, who, who Most sent of us that out? Believe you remember? That. Who sent that out? Yeah. Oregon Republican Party. Oregon Republican Party <laughs> sent that out as an official communication. Huge win for Republicans. Official communications. Okay, so. Yes. Who's in charge of the Oregon Republican Party? Maybe that's where the problem's at. Well, I think it is. Until county parties become fully um, understanding of this moment, Rich. I think they have to be more independent of what's going on. It's almost like military and it's lockstep, no matter what it is. Well, it is with some county parties, and it's not with others. Okay? And the, by virtue of the fact that Solomon Yu survived as national committee man by only eight votes out of, I don't know, what is it, a uh, hundred and some odd? Yeah. Tells you a lot. The party's changing, and that's a good thing. People are well, sick the sad, the sad of what part Tim Canope has done. The sad part is that if he lost by eight votes, I don't see this big statement coming out from the Oregon Republican Party is showing that he really needs to change. Well, who do you think controls the Oregon Republican Party? <laughs> I, that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> exactly. That, that's right. Thanks, Rich. All right. Appreciate it. 503-589-1220. Before I go to Gary, uh, Mark wrote this email. About the Republicans who did walk out. Here's what he said. Where do I thank you from not being on the House floor? Allowing the vote for House Bill 2002-2005. My understanding is House Republicans will all get $2 million for allowing the tyrannical Democrats to do their destruction. What he's saying here. Because he called me later to explain this. He's saying that the 12 that walked out. And kudos to them who did. Wasn't enough to stop House Bill 2002-2005, ranked choice voting, and a bunch of other garbage. Wasn't enough. But there, he still thinks they're going to get their $2 million. Just like the 12 or 14, whoever remained, got their $2 million. I don't think so. I think Tina Kotek will punish them. You wait in line item out veto anything for their districts he continues to say i'm not i'm interested in what you want to fund with that dirty money or if you will not take the money he's the guy who wore the metal vest with the knives sticking out the back and there's photos of him walking through the metal detector with the knives 
in his back and laying down in the floor in the doorway of Tim Knope's office with the knives in his back. Let's go to um, Gary. Gary, go. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. So I think it was Lincoln who said uh, an honest politician is the politician when he is bought, he stays bought. <laughs> hey, hang on. Hang on through the break. That's a great line. An honest politician is one who, when he's bought, he stays bought. Wow. Okay, back in a moment, folks. It's 648. Don't go away. Come on. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. In a moment, we're going to go back to Gary. Folks, uh, email from John McDonald, who is one of the war room participants in today's The Last War Room Today period for this legislative session because the session ends on Sunday. It begins at 8 a.m. and it runs till 3 p.m. at the Ike Box. It's in the Bay Room, which is ground floor behind the stage. Come and join us. It's still not too late to make an impact. John writes this, and I didn't know this, but the passage of House Bill 2005, because Republicans got bought off with money for their legislative districts and provided quorum in the House. Listen to this. Simple possession of a hunk of aluminum or plastic that can be turned into a gun part is now illegal. Just possessing that material will land you in jail. It takes a considerable amount of machining, tools, jigs, and knowledge to be able to turn it into a lower receiver for like an AR-15 or whatever, or frame. But possessing the piece of aluminum or plastic with or without the ability to machine it is now illegal under House Bill 2005. And then he further explains that if you violate this, it's a Class B felony, punishable by up to 10 years in prison and a fine of $250,000 or both. It's Class B felony. It's the same as possession of child pornography, extortion, aggregated, aggravated theft, second-degree manslaughter. Thank you, House Republicans, who got bought off. Tim Knope, who got bought off. Thank you for that reality. Was it worth it? And what do we do about him, and how do we go forward? Let's talk. Let's go back to Gary. Gary, you're back. Thanks for hanging on through the break. Continue. Yeah, Jeff. Um, is, is anybody surprised? I mean, we've been down this track how many times... Uh, now we're going to go have uh, a bunch more meetings 
the two A meetings, the you know um, pro life meetings, the Republican meetings, and we'll be preaching to the choir some more, and nothing is going to get done uh, until we take a serious look at our issues. One being that I mean our our way of thinking is dying with with us older people. Uh, the other is we do not have a way to get the message out to the people, and we tend to preach to the choir uh, with our different meetings, and we don't get out into the into the the public, which we are uh, handicapped getting out there uh, to preach the message. But the fact of the matter is, we have some great issues uh, that if we would unite around them. Uh, we could make headway into them. one being the, the, the vax and the mandates, um, <clears throat> the other uh, school choice, uh, and the petition. These are ways to get the message out into the people uh, and go around the establishment media, the social media, uh, the unions and everything else, and go directly to the people. You so can beat your head against that? the wall at the Capitol if you want, but the Capitol is made of marble and your head is made of uh, carbon. <laughs> uh, yeah. So how do we how do we do that? So I really don't know, this. Jeff, can but I think that maybe Unify Oregon is a, a method that we can bring our groups together and rather do in meetings, actually do things. You know, like, uh, you know, we're doing, uh, we're going to the Tiger meeting. We're doing, uh, flag waves over the, over the overpass, uh, with our messages, uh, to the people. Uh, we could do that up and down, uh, I-5 and, and reach hundreds of thousands of people instead of sitting in a meeting and talking to 30 of us that we've heard the same message a hundred times. Unify Oregon. It's a great idea, and this is part of the future, folks. Because if you can't depend on Republicans, the old saying, you got to elect more Republicans, why? Why yeah. elect more Republicans when they stab you in the back? Seriously, why? It's time right. to become populist, folks. Exactly. It's the only way we're going to preserve the republic your liberty, your rights that are given to you by God and not government and not by turncoat sellout Republicans. Unify Oregon, it's a great idea. Folks, there's a lot more coming out about this. This is the trend. This is where we have to go. And I'm going to talk more about it in the coming months and weeks. Gary, how can people get to Unify Oregon? We're, well, we're bringing up the website um, very shortly. Uh, we're working on it now, and uh, you'll ha I'll get that to you. Uh, but for now, I say people need to get in touch with the people that are running the, the school choice petitions, and let's get behind them because that's a message that will reach the average person who's getting very, very frustrated with the schools right now. And with good reason. Thank you, Gary. Look forward to when you get that website working. Go be Doug writes an email, says, Democracy in today's America, where elected inferior men dominate their superiors, the people. Yeah, it's selection, actually. He wrote another email, said, State Senate crimes 
potato storage facilities, bridge make work projects. These are all stories we've talked about, right? H.L. Mencken, he writes, said it best. Every election is an advanced auction sale of stolen goods. Ooh. Julie writes an email, said, more voters in Oregon and I believe nationwide are registered, independent, or unaffiliated. The Oregon Republicans have just justified these decisions. They lack two things, backbone and values. You talk about people giving up their careers. Being in the legislature is not, should not, and was never intended to be a career. Yes, you're right. Regarding Rick Lewis, he is among the most unprincipled people in the House. Little wonder he stuck around for the vote. A state employee who shall never be named writes this, House Bill 2000 and B passes. Many lives will be destroyed. House Bill 2000 B passes with House Republican support providing the quorum. Lawmakers approve the abortion, gender-affirming care bill that was at the center of the Republican lawmaker. That's the fish wrap story. Quote from the body of the article. The changes were enough to bring some Senate Republicans back and allow the legislature to resume the work. The House Republicans were under pressure to block the bill. Representative Emily McIntyre, Eagle Point Republican, who sued the state over the bill, said she and other House Republicans have received hundreds of emails from constituents telling them they were terrible people, that they needed to walk out to block a measure, a tool Oregon Republicans have have because the state requires two-thirds of legislators to be present to conduct any business. We Republicans are strongly protesting, she said. One of the 14 Republicans on the floor. Here's the bottom line. You still lost. And you knew you were going to lose. And the lasting damage is forever. Can you look in the mirror, Representative, Senator, and say I've done a good thing? Can you really? You could have won it all if you'd have stayed out. Cut it all down.